This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Living a fruitful life God's way guarantees the born-again believer the kind of life filled with all of the benefits and blessings God has promised and wants him to have. It's a life not just half full, but rather one running over with even more than we need. In Pastor Ray's two days of anointed teaching from the words of Jesus himself about the vine and the branches, we clearly see the importance of our relationship with Jesus and the Father. Like a branch has a healthy connection to its vine, so must our connection be with the Father. But because only pruning keeps the whole branch healthy, we must be willing to occasionally cut away the disease of anything sinful in our lives for the sake of a healthy vine producing so much fruit that we have an overflow to give to others. Let's now learn more about God's way to live a more fruitful life. It's the pruning process that really determines the abundance of the growth that will come. Springtime is here, trees, bushes. If we have the hope and the expectation of them producing like never before, then we've got to prune them, prune them back. And I'm just going to say this. There are a lot of folks here holding on to stuff. I, I just know it. A lot of dead things. See, I go before the Lord every day, and this is one of my prayers that I pray, Lord, I want all the dead stuff out of my life. Show me by your word if there's, there's something I need to alter, something I need to change, something I need to look at differently. Just chip away at me. I want to be clean for you because I want to bring forth much, much, much fruit in my life. So now I may be in the season where I look a little shabby because I don't have all of this going on like my rose bush that I was talking about. And I may look a little shabby, but spring is coming. I said, spring is coming. I said, spring is coming. And your chance to show the effects of that pruning are yet ahead of you. And it will show when you submit yourself to God and to the word of God and be serious about your walk with God and your connection to the vine and to the word of God, which is the pruners that prune away this stuff in our lives. In other words, it comes down to this. I can't just be in the word. The word's got to be in me. I can't just read the word and say, oh, that's nice. No, I got to read the word and say, how does that affect my life? What is it in my life that needs to change to measure up to the word of God? Word of God, come into my life and change me, rearrange me, redirect me, lop away all the junk, cut away the dead branches because it's holding back the awesome fruit that God has for my life. And I want to be more fruitful than ever. I hope you too want to be, be the same, more fruitful than ever before in your life. Because that's what it's about. It's not just about what we can get out of God. It's about being fruitful so that we can show the world who God is, who Jesus is, and how he cares for his own, how he blesses his own, how he prospers his own, how he increases his own. Why? Because we're connected to the vine and everything in the vine will show itself in the branches. 
if it's a grapevine, grapes are coming out of the branches. Jesus is the healing vine, the loving vine, the forgiving vine, the peace vine, the prosperity vine. Everything that's in the vine is going to show itself in the branches. Here's the condition. Verse 4. He said, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Abide in me. So, so the condition here is that you have to abide. You know what abide means? It means to abide. It means to stick with Jesus. Stick with the word. Abide means to simply just stay in position. Don't disconnect yourself. I know too many Christians are up for one, down for two, up today, down tomorrow, in for three, out for four. Come on. In for a month, out for six, in for, you know, come on. It's like you're up and down like a seesaw. He says, stay connected. Let this, let this relationship with Jesus, that, let this, this, this living relationship continue to be alive and strong and go through the process of growth and pruning and growth and pruning and growth and pruning and ultimately producing in our lives the wonderful effects of a relationship with Jesus Christ. Everything I am, everything I have, I take no glory for myself. I'm a blessed man. I'm a very blessed man. Sometimes I have to pinch myself to say, am I dreaming or is this real? Because I am that blessed. I want for nothing. I am blessed. I am blessed. And I look to one place and that's to Jesus, to the vine. Because from the day that I connected to that vine to this day, I have continually watched fruit produced in my life. Everything that Jesus said he was, everything he promised has been showing up in my branch. Why? Because I have purpose to abide. Just sticking with it. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's, it's difficult. Sometimes there are dark days. Sometimes there are confusion days. Sometimes there are days when you're not feeling well. Sometimes there are seasons in your, of your life where you don't understand things. And, and if you're not careful, you start to doubt. You start to, you know, doubt God, doubt his word, doubt your faith. And, and you start to slightly disconnect from Jesus a little bit. He said, if you abide, that means to stay in position, to stick with Jesus. I mean, you got to stick. I'm telling you, it's like I said before, we need, listen, you need to be a radical Christian. Because I don't think there is any other kind of Christian personally. I mean, we've been called to be radical for God, to be radical in the word, to be radical in our faith, to be radical in our confession of Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But he said, abide. He said, abide, stick with me. If you abide in me, he says, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Now listen, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. I think this would be a really good place for a lot of us to get to.
to stop with the human effort so much and rely more on your connection to Jesus Christ. Rely on your faith in that connection to the Lord. In other words, of course, we have to do our part. I'm not preaching laziness. But I am most certainly warning us of getting so over-involved in human activity that we forget that a lot of this will just happen in our lives as we just take a breath, relax, understand we're connected to the vine. If it's in the vine, and I'm a branch, what's in the vine is going to show up in my life because I'm connected to Jesus. I'm connected to the Word. So I don't have to worry because I'm connected and I'm abiding. I'm staying in place. I'm not moving. He said abide. This is the problem. There's too many Christians that don't really abide. They play church. They do church for a while, then they don't do it. You know. Now, I don't mean to put a heavy on anybody, but I've got to talk reality. Because today in Christianity, you've got a lot of people preaching stuff that makes you feel really good, but that doesn't change anything. That doesn't, that doesn't produce anything. I'm about messages that produce stuff in my life, right? So we have to abide. He says, so the condition, you know, we talked about three conditions. One was the relationship. Two was the pruning. Three is the abiding. Those are the three conditions uh, of a fruitful life that Jesus spoke about in this parable or in this, in this story. He said, three, these three things are important. The relationship starts it. Then you have to submit to the process of the pruning. And then you have to continue. You have to abide. And, and, and the ultimate, and the, these three conditions, these three effects bring this final effect in our life. And that is that we would bear much fruit. So we, we would be producing. We would be producing in our life. He said, you stay hooked up with me. From apart from me, you can do nothing. But if you stay connected with me, you're going to bring forth much fruit, much fruit, much fruit. So now listen, listen to what he says here. Verse seven, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Wow. You know, it's interesting because really what Jesus is teaching us here is that if, if we're connected and we stay connected to Jesus and, and we're connected to the vine, we're asking, we're praying, our prayers are being answered. The prayers that are answered are the fruit that God wants us to show the world. The prayers are the fruit that come forth, how God is blessing and how God is, is helping and working in our behalf. So he says, let's, let's read it again. He says, um, if you abide, um, where am I? <laughs> Seven. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Look at the benefit to being connected to Jesus. He didn't say you will ask what you need. He didn't say, you know, just ask for the needs of your life. He said, you will ask what you desire for your life and it will be done for you. See, he's concerned about your future. He's concerned about your life. He's concerned about you being fruitful in your life because I believe every single one of us has been programmed, built by God to prosper, to abound, to be successful, you know. I mean, obviously there are different degrees to success. Not everyone's going to be a multi-billionaire, you know. But wherever we, whatever we do, we ought to be as successful as we possibly can be at what we do. And really, I believe each and every one of us really set the level of our own prosperity and our own, our own progress. Is, that, is this helping anyone this morning? You hear what I'm saying? Okay. He said, if you abide in me 
and my words abide in you, you will ask. So you have to stay in him and you have to stay in the word. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you will, what you wish or what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Jesus is just ready, wanting to answer our prayers. But we've got to be in the relationship. Many of you, most of you are here today. You have to submit to the pruning and be willing sometimes to be like that rose bush I told you about in my backyard, looking pretty shabby, feeling cut back a little bit, knowing that you're connected to the vine and what's in that vine is going to show up in your life. Everything God is, everything God has will show itself in your life. Now notice what he says in verse 8. First he tells us, you know, you abide and, and you will ask what you desire and it will be done. Verse 8 he says, by this my Father is glorified that you bear fruit. So you will be my disciples or you will show yourselves as my disciples to the world. That's why I say, don't ever be embarrassed when God blesses you. God's blessed me with so many things. I don't have a problem. One time uh, uh, somebody said to me, I was driving my, my BMW and said, wow, that's a pretty fancy car. I said, yeah. I said, my father gave it to me. And he looked at me. He said, what do you mean your father? He said, I said, he said, no, he said to me, your father must be a really rich man. I said, my father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. All the silver and gold is his. Hey, Scott, what are you talking about? I said, what I'm talking about is my father, God. This is what God will do to his children. Why? Because you're connected to the right source. You're connected to the right thing, to the right vine. And when you're connected in that way, it brings forth good results. And that's what my life has been given to, to just teach people these simple principles and get your faith going and get you thinking differently and, 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 and get to see this relationship between God and us and, and all that he's provided. So notice what he says. He says, you ask for what you, what you wish and it'll be done for you. And he said, by this, my father is glorified that you, so God gets the glory. We get the blessing. I get the BMW. God gets the glory for giving it to me. Come on, are you with me? Now, now I know there are religious people, oh, you see, talking about material things, talking about BMW. You're just jealous, so why don't we just... Come on, let's, let's talk real, will you please? Come on. You're just like, you know, or you just don't have the faith. You don't want to have the faith for it. Let me tell you what. Can I tell you something? Anybody that you see producing something in their life for God today or showing forth the, the fruit of prayer, let me tell you what, you have no idea the pruning cycles that that individual has been through to bring them to the point they are. All you see is the BMW, fancy suits, whatever. You know, that's all you see, but you did not, you were not there. You did not see in that person's life the pruning cycles, the things that had to get lopped off and, and, and cut back so many times. And now they're in a blooming cycle and bringing forth much more fruit than ever before because they submitted to the pruning process. 
and didn't run away from God when the pruning shears came out and said, no, we're not giving that up. Uh Uh-uh. No, it's all going. Come on, snip it off because I want to bring forth fruit to the glory. So we get the blessing. God gets the glory. Where I go, I tell the world, this is what, this is the effects of God in my life. Thank you for, thank you for, you know, complimenting me and telling me how wonderful I am. But I, I'm going to tell I, I know me, I'm not that wonderful. Well, I'm pretty good, but. <laughs> this is the effects of God's work in my life, being connected to the vine. Can we finish up? You all all right? Can I go just a little, little further in this? By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will show yourselves as disciples. That's why I believe, you know, we ought to have the best. We ought to look the best. We ought to be the best in our attitude and our behavior everywhere we go, because this is all fruit and the world is watching. I want to show the world what the effects of being hooked to the vine are like. You want what I have? Get hooked up to Jesus. You want to be like me? Hook up to Jesus. Stay connected. Abide. Don't give up. Get pruned once in a while. Because there's a lot of dead stuff that you're holding on to. Dead thoughts. Dead actions. Dead activity. Dead things. Dead things that only produce more death in your life. You've got to give it up, man. Why? If you want life, then you've got to stick with life. You've got you to stick with the word. You've got to stick with the things that bring life. So now, listen to what he says in verse 11. We won't read all the other verses. We'll read 11 and 16, then we'll be done. He said, these things I've spoken to you, that your joy, my joy, may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. See, God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be filled with joy. And what is the greatest thing is when you pray and you seek God and you trust the Lord and you submit to the Lord, and all of a sudden things in your life start changing fruit starts coming forth. And sometimes, you know, you know, because one of the things we, we've, we didn't talk about is that going back to those grapevines, I remember when, when in, the, in the summer or the spring, when the branches would start coming out of the vine, those grapevines of my father's yard, I remember that the branch would come out and there would be like tiny little, like the head of a pin sized little clusters of grapes. They were so small. And I thought to myself, man, they got a long way to go before they become real grapes. But you know, the fact of the matter is that no matter how long it takes, grapes are coming out of that branch because that branch is connected to the grapevine. So sometimes things may seem small, may look like, you know, not much is happening. Thank God for every little pin-sized head of a grape that just thank God for it because ultimately you stay connected to the vine. It's going to do its work and it is going to produce in your life and it will bring good results. Come on. So he said, I say these things so that you, my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Verse 16, we'll finish up. You did not choose me, wow! but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. Well, number one, you know, we have this saying around our charismatic, uh, you know, Holy Ghost. Where I found the Lord. Well, I have news for you. You did not find God. God found you. 
He knew exactly who to bring across your pathway. He knew exactly what to do in your life to get you connected to himself because that's how much he loves you and cares about you and is for you and on your side. So Jesus wipes it away here, clears it up, said, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. In other words, he chose us before the foundation of the world and appointed us. So every one of us has an appointment by God. Come on, that's your destiny. That's your future. That's, that's what you are on this earth for. You've been appointed by God that you should go and bear fruit. In other words, you should go and do something that's going to bless the world, bless others, bless your family, bless yourself, and prove to the world who God is. See, we have too many self-made people. They just talk about their own accomplishments and all that they did. But that's not, you know, you, you, you got to prove to the world that you're a God-made man. That's what I am. I'm a God-made man. 100% stamp me. Made by God. Right there on my forehead. Made by God. God made. Because he appointed me. And he chose me to go and appointed me to go and bear fruit. And that your fruit should remain. Notice that the fruit remains. The things that come from this relationship with Jesus. The prayer fruit and all this fruit and just hanging, hanging in the vine and believing and using your faith. All that your faith produces in your life, it's going to remain. Nobody can take it from you. It's going to remain. And he says that, now listen, he says here again, want to focus on it, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So once again, he gives us the promise of answered prayer because we're abiding in the vine. So he says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will give it to you. It will be done for you. No, he says, whatever. He didn't say some things, a few things, the kind of things that I think. He said, whatever you ask, whatever you, whatever means, come on. Whatever means, come on, everybody tell me, whatever. Whatever can be. You see, that's why, like, whatever, whatever it is, whatever you need. Need a house, need a car, need a job, need more money, need some kids. The only thing you can't do is give them back. It's a one-way deal. But whatever it is that you need, he said, he will give it to you. That's all the effects of being connected to Jesus. And this is what we ought to be seeing in our lives. That's what I give in my life to preach about. Every one of my messages is just to help people and help people to see that God has a life for you and that it benefits. It pays to know God and to serve God because you're connected to the vine and what's in the vine is going to show up in your life. God's got peace, love, joy, health, prosperity. He's got abundance. He's got whatever it is that you need. It's already in the vine. If it's in the vine, it's going to show up in the branches as long as you abide and stick with it and allow him to prune you as necessary you will be a very productive Christian and show a tremendous amount of fruit in your life. And I believe it's going to happen for you. I said, I believe it's going to happen for you. Let's stand to our feet. We are working on being a fruitful church and a fruitful people that we might bring glory to the Lord God. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com.